The intro. Doo, 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 doo. BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services. Here we discuss all things fitness, running, rucking, endurance, obstacle course racing, and more. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, real quick, we've got a special message from one of our close friends, Candice. She's running a photo contest this month. Take a minute and listen to her message. Hi, I'm Candace Day. I'm a 2019 BSOCR team ambassador and local Washington State realtor. And I've put together a photo contest. It is located at gogophotocontest.com forward slash your best apocalypse outfit. The photo contest is to benefit Washington community healthcare workers and first responders who need access to supplies to help fight the current virus pandemic. So all proceeds will be going to purchase face masks for them. One supplier that will be involved in that is Gray Harbor Unders, GH Unders, and we'll be getting masks from them as well as some local community masks and then also a Spartan mask. So there's a couple of prizes. The grand prize is $100 Amazon gift card plus a $50 gift card to a local garden center and a face mask from GH Unders, which is worth $30. The runner-up will have a $50 Amazon gift card and a $50 gift card to a local restaurant of their choice. The third place is a $25 Amazon gift card and a $25 gift card to a local small business of their choice, as well as a locally created cloth mask. The theme of this, <laughs> again, is uh, apocalypse, end of worlds, you know, your favorite, think of your favorite uh, end of world movie, you know, Zombieland or Mad Max or Resident Evil for inspiration. And just collect things from around the house or order things, you know, whatever you can come up with creatively. The only restriction on it is that I ask that you don't alter the actual outfit using like using Photoshop and that you make sure to keep any like nudity or really gory images out of it. Just keep think PG-13 when you're creating your costumes. You can include your family, you can include your animals, and uh, anyone under 18 must have the permission of an adult. So this is open to anyone who's over 18 years old, and it's online, so you don't have to be present to win. Contest is running until May 25th. It's been open for about a week. Just looking for people to participate and jump in. I haven't had a chance to really promote it yet, so... You can feel free to reach out to me on my business page, C-Day Real Estate on Facebook, or you can find me on Instagram under that as well. Uh, You can message me 360-539-7162. Okay, and let me know if you have any questions. Once again, folks, check it out. It is a post-apocalyptic photo contest where you can win yourself an awesome Grays Harbor Unders mask. They're an awesome sponsor of some of our friends. And we'd love to see your photos and raise money for this awesome cause. Thanks again, Candace, for reaching out to us. And hopefully all of our listeners get this message. Hey, everybody. It's Pretty Mike here at uh, BeastNet. And on this episode, I actually brought in uh, Brother Don. And we're going to talk about some of the, the fun stuff that we've got coming up um, to kind of help us get through this amazing time of COVID. So, uh, Don, how you doing? 
Man, you know me, I am always doing great. Uh, you know, I've been an essential worker and I've been stuck working every single day of this this world outage. But, uh, you know, it's also given me a lot of time to work on other things since there's a whole lot less people on the road, traffic's gone, etc. And uh, you know, I've been working on, on some other things to make the, the podcast better and to expand it. Uh, it's been a fun time as far as that goes. That's awesome. Um, yeah, for people who, who don't know, I mean, I host uh, the show occasionally, not very often. Um, I try not to actually host it uh, with me recording some of the commercials and the intros and the outros and stuff. It just doesn't sound good when you have the same voice all the time. Yes. And that's uh, why we had to get additional hosts because, well, Mike's voice sucks after a while. It does. But it uh, does. <laughs> but that being said, uh, you know, occasionally I like to come on the show just to talk about some of the things that we have going on. Um, you know, recently we've uh, we've kind of been doing some rebranding with uh, the new logo and and uh, BeastNet Productions and BeastNet Studios. Uh, everybody saw the wonderful picture the other night. Uh, all the inflatables that Mike's got in the BeastNet Studios right now. Yes, and yes, actually, there probably is. A shush. No, actually, the inflatables were part of uh, my wife's uh, Mother's Day present. So we basically made her her own little because she loves Hawaii, her own little oasis, and the whole like Mother's Day was a Hawaii theme. So that's what those were from. So. So you did a Hawaii theme in the studio, so she had to sit there and what eat dinner and. Uh, and stare well, no, the, the Hawaii theme was in the was in the living room, but then once we you know once we cleaned up, I just moved all the inflatables to the studio to make it look a little less drab. Interesting. That must have been a lot of fun. Uh, unfortunately, my wife had to work on Mother's Day, so I went out and did a Mother's Day twenty three k walk. Yep, and and I did the I did an eight and a fifteen. I did eight on Friday, and then. Uh, 15 on saturday so and the eight i did i went out there and i did the eight was alone um but the 15 i actually had uh andrea Britton was part of, was there with me for a bit and then uh my wife came with me on the part of it too and then i ended up finishing the last little bit by myself so yeah oh, that's awesome um you know a lot of people right now were sitting in their houses and trying to figure out what they can and can't do and uh, for you to get out and do that stuff and me to get out and do that, it's been a lot of fun. It has um, And one of the things that we're going to talk about today is, is here recently, a lot of people may have noticed on our Facebook that we've been starting to post a lot of events. Uh, you know, and they're just small events. It's just primarily walks, 5Ks, 10Ks, 20Ks, mm-hmm. you know, 13.1 miles, whatever just sure randomly comes up. And for some reason, Siri decided she wanted to talk about that stuff too. All right. Apparently, I was say I heard that. Good to go. Sure. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Uh, you know, one of the things we want to give a big shout out to, to West Coast Obstacles for oh, yeah. sending us uh, sending us some some new toys to play with in the studio and. Yep. And that's noticed that our sound qualities have come up. Yep, we we have changed things a little bit, and actually, this is the first one. This is a test episode. No, we've you, you've heard a couple test episodes of, um, in real episodes of us having two people in studio and using microphones in studio. This is the first time that we're actually using the whole soundboard and everything to do a you know a, an online. Um, through WebEx. So me, me and Don are in different places. We're on WebEx and we're trying to see if we can bring the sound quality up um, and improve the, the prove, um, the, the radio or the beast net for everybody. Yeah. The, the thing listening, I don't know if, 
if you're a, a true listener that just is hardcore and powers through all 201 episodes and, and listens, you can hear from episode one through episode 201, the amazing difference in quality levels. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I hate to say it. Some of the episodes were almost unlistenable. Yes, the, and, and there was some in the beginning that were, and then there was some in the middle that kind of got that way too. So, it's we've tried to evolve over time. I mean, it's one of those things. Um, you know, as some of you know, I do another podcast with uh, Matt Gingrich, and that was one I used a lot of stuff I learned there in the beginning um, to try and do this. Uh, but we don't do phones, we don't do call-ins on that show, so it's always just me and Matt sitting across from each other. And if we have somebody else in, you know, we, br- we you know we bring them in studio, and me and him have actually started to do more of this too on that podcast where we talk back and forth. Um, so I've kind of been using a little bit of what I've been learning there to also improve here. And now that I have the soundboard from uh, West Coast Obstacles, because Jesse's amazing and, and donated this to us to help us get better. Um, I've been using what I've learned there here. Plus I do the radio show and there um, at some point we will have a full studio where I'll be taking some of the stuff from that radio studio and actually creating a even better product. So for everybody, yeah, the, the eventual goal is to have a studio where the setup is just going to be fun, where we can have four or five people in the studio and talk about this obstacle course racing, surviving the apocalypse, whatever it is. Yeah. We'll be able to actually sit in a circle with four or five microphones. Everyone just able to talk. Um, if people follow Brandon Valentine, the other half, Mike's personality, or at least a third of it. I'm sure there's another third out there that's crazier. Probably, but, but uh, I hide that one. But if they follow Brandon Valentine, he's got uh, a couple of radio shows on internet radio. One that's called Love and Hate Radio, and the other one's Down the Rabbit Hole. And the studio he records in there, you now they've got it set up with couches and chairs and, and desks, and it's just a a big circle with an open middle yep. where everyone can sit there and be mic'd up and talk to each other and headsets that work and it's it's a real nice setup it is a very uh, nice setup. big d did a good job yeah uh, you posted pictures of that before yep and uh honestly when we get uh when we get the beastnet studio stuff in the the new james compound whenever he gets that built bot um we'll have actually big d and, and some of those guys out to, to make sure that we're wired up exactly the same yeah. And, and that's going to be awesome. Yeah. So which will be nice because we'll be able to use other people, you know, that had that have a little bit more knowledge than us to help us set it up. And I mean, we're going to go with a full um, I've already got it figured out of getting a 12, 12 channel, you know, board for that room. Um, so once we build the, you know, the BeastNet studios. Um, it will be a very cool thing. That's hopefully coming in the next six months or so. Um, hopefully quicker than that. But yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. It uh, is. So the main the main reason that we're on here today talking is is BeastNet has been expanding quite a bit. Yeah, we, uh, we brought on the, the Survivors Facebook group, which has been taken off wildfire. Yes, and and really it was just an, an idea, and and. Mike likes to say over and over again, he's an idea guy. He doesn't actually execute anything. No, I don't. But, uh, but it was a great idea. But given Mike and I's current standpoint with groups and teams and all that crap, we, we didn't want to be the people who run it. Yeah. And it so took us a long time. We, we, we talked and we went back and forth because actually what's really interesting is um, this idea actually stemmed from a conversation I had with somebody else um, during, you know, 
um, issues with other groups and stuff like that, where it was just, this is what we wanted. We wanted it to be back the way it used to be, where it was just, you got on and there was a place that we can all go that was positive. And me and Don talked a lot about whether or not we wanted to do this. And we're like, we want this space, but because of issues that we've had with other people, we felt that it would be, might end up having a negative connotation because we were running it. So that's kind of like, we were like, okay, well we have this idea. And then we pulled in people that we knew were positive and said, here, you can have it. We just, this is something we want, but we don't want to run it. Yep. And, and because of that also don't post a lot of beast related stuff. And, um, It's not a BeastNet outlet. It is just under that brand, but uh, it's somewhere where Mike and I and and anybody else who needs a positive place can go. Yeah, and And, and that's kind of it. So that's you know they anything that's not positive, the the admins will delete it. There's been a few times where people have questioned a few things, but I mean the admins are really good that we have in there. The admins and moderators that just go through and you know. They, they may keep it positive, and that's what we want. We want a place that we can go in positive, no judgment, no arguments, no political crap, none of that. Exactly, and that's that's a lot of fun. Um, the admins are so good that there's uh, – in, in people who ask you to join the group, um, you know, I get a notification, and before I can even go in, the admins have already dealt with it. So, you know, great big shout-out to, to Joe, Sam, and, and Amanda for doing yeah, that. they do a great um, job. And we try not to just have fitness in the survivors group because there is a lot of us that are fitness based, but yep. then there's a lot of people that just need some more safe to go and, and they think that we're just completely crazy going and running through the mud and jumping over walls for fun. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we want. We don't want to. We, didn't we want, don't want it to be fitness-based. There's enough fitness-based ones out there. We've all parted different. I mean, I think I'm part of like five different fitness-based ones. Um, some that I'm more active than others. Some that I used to be a lot more active in that I, I don't, I'm not active at all anymore. But we're in a bunch of those. So we want a one that was, you know, positivity-based, but not necessarily, you know, fitness-based. So we're, like Don says, we're all about fitness and we do all this crazy stuff. And both of us have been pushing each other really hard the last, you know, year or two to really try and get into shape and for one of us it's actually finally kicked in in the last four months where the other one had already been doing it but you know we're, we're starting to get back into shape and do stuff but we know not that's not everyone's thing so with everyone out there you know not being so big on fitness and stuff uh we decided that you know on the beast net we're going to start doing a lot more fitness based items um You'll notice, like I said earlier, we're having a lot of the individual events where they're just walks and stuff. And and this last weekend, we kind of came up with the idea. Uh, unfortunately, everything out there is is illegal. Yep. As far as gatherings go, and uh, well, looking back to the Great Depression, um, the Great Depression, or the Roaring Twenties, when prohibition was was a big deal. Yeah. Um, they came up with speakeasies, which were underground bars or dance halls that converted into alcohol serving places and actually it's where the birth of nascar came from and a lot of real neat stuff came out of time yes well given given the state of the world and given our personal takes on on what's going on with the environment out there um we've collaborated with uh with some other larger name brands and hosted some some pop-up workouts and and we've kind of taken their idea and and looked at the safety protocols that were used and 
and all of the different things that were used as part of it. And we're going to incorporate that into a new series called the Speakeasy Workouts. Um, these are going to occur at least once a month. They will not always be in the same place. Um, part of being a speakeasy is being portable and being convertible. Because if you have a organized location, such as up in Bothell with a grandmother who was arrested last weekend for inviting children out to play on the ball field, um, when you invite people out to those places, you have people snitch you out. Unfortunately, that is the world we live in. So the speakeasy workouts are going to be listed in part of the events. Now, going forward after this weekend's workout, we're going to start a separate event where you have to essentially know the password or whatever to get into. And, and we're going to keep it limited because we can't have more than about 10 to 15 people at any location and achieve the level of, of di physical distancing while still being able to achieve the workout. Yeah. So, I mean, that being said, you know, this weekend was the last one that I'm, I'm posting publicly. And that one there is, is going to be at the BeastNet training grounds. Um, after that, it, it might be in different places. Uh, the state of Washington has opened up many of the parks. And they just ask that you use, quote unquote, social distancing rule, which I don't understand that concept still because I believe it is physical distancing. Because yeah. I can stand 10 feet away from you and still have a damn conversation. And a conversation is social engagement. It is. So I mean, the, 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 the wording is, is kind of crazy. But, but I mean, it's, we learned from, you know, we did the Spartan workout uh, with Brandon Chin, with Coach Brandon. And in that one, what we did is basically so people were like, oh, you're too close. But if you actually look at the pictures, there's cones. And we measured out a 10 foot by 10 foot grid. And that's where the cones were. And those were your stations during the workout. You stayed in that 10, you know, your, where your cone was. So you were never any closer than 10 feet to anybody else. Exactly. And, uh, and that was one of the things that, you know, in order to, to look at liability and all that crap, you know, we have to, to really understand what physical distancing is and what the, the governor of Washington's expectations are. And, you know, I think that, you know, I, I confirmed it this morning that uh, currently in, in our county, there's only 777 people that are actually sick and that more than 800 have recovered from COVID. And for some reason, those are numbers that we don't like to talk about. So given all that and following the governor's, the governor's recommendations on yes. group sizes and the governor's recommendations on physical distancing. So the current recommendations for physical distancing is six feet. Um, in other countries in Europe, it is actually three meters. And three meters is, is actually 10 feet. Not close, 10 feet. Um, so that's that's what we're using is is the wider distance based off of of worldwide statistics. Um, we do ask that people wear masks when they're inside their ten foot by ten foot bubble. They can take their mask off while they're working out. But the entire point of this is is that if you're within ten feet of another participant, that you are masked. Yeah. So, and none of the workouts we're going to do would require you to become come within 10 feet of another person. So if you choose to, that is your choice. So we're, we're going to follow, you know, social distancing guidelines. You know, I know you don't like the word social distancing, but that's the word that the governor keeps using. But we're going to follow those guidelines. So we're not breaking any laws technically, but that's, you know. The way some people view well, it, it would be breaking, you know, whatever. But we're, we're, we are going to be, you know, 
We're out outside. We're not going to be inside. It's all going to be outside, you know, and we do have obstacles that you can play on. We will have, you know, wipes that you can use to wipe anything down if we wanted to use stuff. I mean, so there will have stuff to help protect you. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the important thing is, is we want a safe, clean environment. And and we don't want any of our friends or family to get sick. No, um, we have friends and family who have gotten sick and, and survived this disease. Yes. And and I think it would be pretty cool if uh, I've got one of those friends that may actually start coming to some of this stuff. So to have somebody who survived it there would be a really cool thing. Yeah. But the whole thing is, is that you don't have to be locked inside your house. You don't no. have to be a mole woman to, to survive this. You can still get out. You know, current studies coming out of Europe are showing that vitamin D decreases the infection rate of COVID-19. Now, whether or not that's true, who knows? I do know that vitamin D increases happiness. So we all need to get more vitamin D and getting out and working out and raising your endorphin level increases your happiness. So and, and seeing that, friends. that's the whole premise. I mean, that's that's been the nice thing is, I mean, there has been a couple where I, I've had a few people over when we had that workout. It increased. You saw everybody that was there suddenly light up. Um, you know, I haven't seen, you know, James Tinko was there. I haven't seen him in a long time. Brian Kays, Brian Kays even dropped off and gave me some, some more, uh, tires. So to add to our collection so that we have even more stuff here at, you know, the beast net, you know, training grounds. So, I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're getting more stuff. So, I mean, once this is over, we are going to have a huge party. And I think I have a friend that has, you know, a, uh, a, a trailer barbecue that I'm going to borrow for when we do that. So. I mean, either that or I've got access to those big banquet barbecues too. Yeah. So that'll that'll be fun. Um, and then as soon as as soon as the governor lifts restrictions, we'll we'll start planning that. Unfortunately, the way he's laid out the restrictions, it'll it's be probably going to be November. Yeah, whatever. I'll have a barbecue in November. I'm fine with that. My my thing is, is what I'm just trying to say, too, is the workouts. I mean, it's not going to be a large group, but it would still be, I mean, getting out and seeing people. Um, I think that's one of the big problems that I see in this whole, you know, social distancing thing that they're talking about. We are so human beings. We are very into our groups. We need our socials, our social groups. Um, and a lot of us have that taken away. And I mean, there is a lot of us that really, you know rely on our social groups to do everything i mean i see a lot of friends that are huge motivators that are what and everything else now that all of a sudden their social groups have been taken away they don't know what to do and their motivation's waning um i've been lucky um in this whole thing and i've been blessed that you know i have dawn still motivating me and my wife and my kids still motivating me and i've been able to stay motivated and keep moving but i've seen other people who haven't so that's one of the reasons why you know we really kind of want to do this that hopefully we can help some people who haven't been able to get that motivation to you know come out to one of our speakeasy workouts and get a little bit of that you know social interaction that could help motivate you so you know and like i said 10 feet apart so, I mean, we would they'd still get that social interaction, but we'd still be following the rules and, you know, not, you know, not breaking the, the social distancing and all that. We'd still be doing the social distancing and all that fun stuff. Yep. And, and again, when you're at the event, if you get within six feet, you need to wear a mask. Yeah. Or actually, if you get within 10 feet, you need to wear a mask. We ask that you follow that guideline. Um Pierce County has not come out with that as a guideline, but King County has. My day job, I spend a lot of time dealing with the public. Um, you know, I, I interact constantly um, in a retail environment with 
with people coming in and out. So I'm always staying on top of the latest trends in, uh, in what the government yeah. is suggesting and not suggesting. And, and I'm going to incorporate that into everything that I know and everything that I can do for these events. And now, we'll a, have gloves on site too. Yeah, if we're going to, you know, say we're going to do some, some workout where we got to carry buckets or Atlas balls, you know, we have enough balls to where four or five people. And I think we got six buckets, yes. but if we have to share a bucket, then we're going to have to wear gloves because we're not going to touch the same things. We're going to have to sanitize it before we yep. move it on to the next person. And that's like you I know, said, because- I have all the wipes and all that. And I mean, you know, like you said, you deal with the public quite a bit and you're in management. I'm in safety. So my, I have a lot of that stuff and I'm also, you know, really dialed into what's going on and what the rules are and all that. And I mean, this technically what we're planning follows the rules. So, I mean, it's one of those things where we still want to follow the rules, but we still, we need that social interaction. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. And this is going to be a weird thing. I'm going to ask that any of our listeners that that are out there that, that want online coaching and whatnot, that they pay attention and they go ahead and pay for their online coaching. Yeah. Um, and go to good coaches because some of the stuff I have seen some stuff out there that's not good. I use I use Beast Elise um, for my online coaching because, well, I mean, she's amazing. but And she's been on here a couple of times, but that's who I use. Well, and the reason why I say that is because – Right now, all of these coaches, a lot of them, their day job was working in a gym um, or, or running spin classes or running whatever it is. Exactly. Now, that was their day job. And, and I've actually have seen it now from three different instructors that I know on Facebook where, where they were just starting to grow an online business and they were starting to make some money. And then Peloton or Spartan or Tough Mudder or... Um, DecaFit, all these different large brands came out with free coaching online. Yeah. So now you took all those coaches that they were just starting to, to make a couple of bucks. They all just became unemployed again. And what a lot of people don't understand is, is most of those coaches, when you go into a, into a gym, most of those coaches are 1099 employees or independent contractors. Yes. So if they, so they can't get unemployed, are unemployed yeah, they're not making a penny. And it's they're one of those things too losing. that you have to look at too is when you're going with like those free, the Peloton, the Tough Mudder, any of those free ones, that is a workout that is designed for anybody. Um, it's not specific to you. Um, the nice part with a coach is like right now, like I said, I'm 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 working with Beast Elise, is she is pushing pushing me to do the best I can, but she also knows what my limitations are. And she knows where I have injuries and where I have possible injuries. So she's been really working with me to strengthen my knee so that I don't make it worse. Um, and a lot of those, if I was doing some of those free workouts, there's a good chance that I could be doing something incorrectly for me that could do more damage to my knee because I don't, you know, they don't know that. You know, and there's nothing on there that says, hey, by the right way, um, I have this issue with my knee and I have a shoulder that dislocates and I have this issue and a real trainer that you're paying for online will understand that and be able to, you know, work with you and say, okay, here you go. Um, you know, here's a workout that's not going to injure you further and it will actually help, you know, make that knee better. So for like me with Beast Elise right now, most of the workouts I'm doing is no weight and it's just really a lot of stretching 
that knee, trying to get the, the tendons and everything else around it, you know, good to make the, the movement good. Um, and then her yelling at me a lot for running too much. But, you know, there, there, there's that. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, uh, one thing I forgot to mention earlier um, for the speakeasy workouts, bring a yoga mat or something, because if you see the pictures from, from our last workout, uh, we're standing in knee-deep grass. And, uh, it won't be. And that's something. It's being mowed. Dude, I, no, it's not. It is too. Shut up. She, we just haven't gotten to that part. I don't do the mowing. I'm allergic to grass. So if I go out and mow, I'm going to end up in the hospital and we don't want that. All you have to do is tell her which ones you want, which areas you want mowed and one of the, the either my wife or my kid will mow that area. Whiner. No, it's going to be that same area. We need to be out there working out. Where, well, we'll uh, get it fixed. We don't have a workout scheduled. Before the workout's done, we'll get it done. Jeez, man. No freaking day. We have a workout scheduled Sunday, homie. Yeah, and it's Tuesday. Shut up. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. In case you guys don't know, Mike and I have known each other for coming on, what, 38 years, and we Something argue like, like a married couple. We do. I mean, yeah. We're, he's basically the little brother I never wanted. Um, yeah. Hey. That is kind of funny. Do you like the Beast Net? Do you want to keep hearing it? Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more, at BeastNetPod. I guess to recap, speakeasy workouts, they're coming. Yes. And and we're going to keep doing them. We're going to try to do them most every Sunday. Um, they're going to move. We're not going to post a ton about them publicly. If you listen to the podcast, you'll know about them. Yes. Or if you're in our listeners group on Facebook under the BeastNet listeners group and discussion, that's the only places you're going to find us. They are not going to be public events. Nope. Because... Well, snitches get stitches, right? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's going to be one of those things. And I mean, it's one of those things even, I mean, it's not going to be, we don't want it to be a public event for a couple reasons. One, like you said, snitches get stitches. And two, we want to make sure that we're not, you know, we don't say, hey, we're going to have this workout and 50 people show up. You know, we that, there's no way that we could handle 50 people and still do the social distancing. So we want to make sure that, you know, we don't have a group too large. And that we can maintain social distancing and make it safe. So that's why we kind of want to keep the speakeasies on the down low. Um, along with the speakeasy workouts, I mean, there are some other stuff coming down the pipe that Dawn's working on right now and trying to figure out um, how to make work. Um, you know, maybe. Well, I mean, I can talk a little. I can talk a little bit about one of them um, okay. here shortly. You're going to hear about the uh, the Beast Net Cares Virtual 5K. Yep. Um, we're going to be starting to work on some ways to, to raise funds for other nonprofits that we work for directly with, uh, not not going out and raising them for huge companies that we don't work with. Uh, yep. You know, we're not going to be making donations to United Way or anything, but but much, much smaller local ones. Um, our, our first Beast Net Cares will probably go to um, more heart than scars which is an amazing you know, if you don't know who that. they are look them up i mean more hearts and scars is an, and they've been on the there's an episode too you can go back with zachary nubs i can't remember his last name zachary nubs paven there you go who is who runs it and basically the whole idea of more hearts than scars is they help people who have you know injuries that would keep them or you know disabilities or you know other abilities that make it so they can't or could not easily do a Spartan race or a OCR race or any kind of race without help. So, and then more hearts and scars will help them, you know, customize wheelchairs or whatever they need so that they can, you know, have help 
and get them through these and, and experience the things that you know all of us love experiencing. Well, yeah, they do. They work with uh, they work with autistic people. They work with all sorts of different um, differently abled people. That is the word and, I was looking for. And yeah, you, you got Zach on there for an episode. We or a couple of episodes now, I think. And, yeah. And we've had uh, Erica on a couple of times. She's actually one of their athletes. Uh, she's a an ambassador for Shower Toga and some of the other brands that have really stepped up to to help out. Um, God willing, we'll actually have the trip to Kilimanjaro come up this September. I don't know that that's going to happen based off of inter- international travel, but uh, but that's that's her next big step. Is is the team from More Than Hearts and Scars is going to go to Kilimanjaro and help her in her wheelchair summit Kilimanjaro. Yeah, which is amazing. And it's one of those things and they work really hard and they come up with, you know, ways to do it as a team to get everyone through it. And um, I know a lot of the people on Erica's team are autistic and normally would not be able, would have issues doing stuff, but they figured out how to not only have them give them a purpose that that works with their autism to help her get through it and to, you know, do everything. So, I mean, it's just the way they work together as a team and everything else is just amazing to help everybody. I mean, they look at it and try and find the best way that everybody is benefiting. Um, and, and I love that. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things, uh, I've got some of their legend born sportswear uh, gear coming because that's uh, what I'm going to be wearing since some of the races whenever we get back to racing. But, you know, their, their logo, their catchphrase, whatever you want to say, um, you know, more faith than fear, more love than hate, more hope than despair, more heart than scars. And that's, that sums it up right there. I mean, it starts out originally, it was, uh, you know, team nubs and stubs. It was, Zach, who lost all his fingers in a in a tragic accident where he or his fingertips, where he had to rip his fingertips off as a child, um, and and another fellow who had no leg, and that's how they started out was two nubs and stubs. Yeah. So I mean, as as awesome as they are, um, they're still very underfunded, and and you know we want to help them out. We do. Um, currently, they're they're only taking a few athletes at a time. They have four wheelchairs. Thanks to uh, Returning the Favor and Mike Rowe. Um, if you ever want to check that out, go to Returning the Favor on Facebook. That's a, a show they have on there. And, and Mike Rowe showed up and, and gave them four chairs and uh, a $20,000 donation and uh, a new rig for, for getting up and being able to, to practice what you're doing. I mean, one of the important things, and, and I kind of talked about this at great length with, with Brian Kay is when we were out on the was at the 10K walk last weekend or the weekend before, whenever the heck that was. And and one of the things that we talked about was when you're working with an adaptive athlete, you got to practice. Oh, yeah. Um, he, was, he was telling me about a situation where where they had an adaptive athlete that wasn't practiced and, and it kind of turned kind of scary at places. And, uh, and you know, with, with the obstacles that, that we have at uh, the BeastNet training grounds, and and just some of the trails that we have locally, I think we have an opportunity to need plenty of practice yes. and and have our our athletes in this area. Because um, there there is a hope in the future and, that we will be able to help more hearts and scars start um, some stuff on the west coast. Well, that, that, that's the the big the big thing that we're working on. Uh, and again, that's probably why we're raising funds for them. You never know. Um, but the the long term goal. Um, you know, Mike and I, we're not competitive athletes. Um, no. You know, we're, 
14 tortoise. We're, we're round and rolly. Um, we're getting better. You know, right now we've got a diet bet going and, and we're all looking pretty good on that. And we'll probably continue to run diet bets uh, all yeah. year long. I think so. Um, I think after we're done with this, we will run more. I, I want to continue doing them because it's a really good way just to get people, you know, started and give them an idea and give them a little bit of motivation. I mean, you know, I've, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's self-accountability on yep. top of that. And it's not, it's not like we're making people go in and weigh in in front of each other no. or sending emails or any of that stuff. It's all positive. It's all, hey, Keep at it. You're doing a great job. It's, you know, and, and, and diet bets, the way that we're doing it, it's 4% of total body weight. So, yeah. I mean, that's, but, but again, the, the thing is, is we're, we're not a competitive team. We're out there because we want to finish. We want to have fun. You know, we want to challenge ourselves and help people who are, are being challenged through. And, and I think that's where the, the marriage with, with helping some adaptive athletes is going to come in because, because that's going to help us challenge ourselves mm-hmm. and to help somebody who, in most cases, would not be able to to complete these races on their own. You know, we'd be able to do it with them. And and I think that is more rewarding than than taking home that first place uh, yep. trophy, to be honest with you. And that's been the biggest thing, I think, that really, like, you know, the last couple of years has shown me doing, you know, OCR and stuff like that and some other races is there's been so many races that, I couldn't tell you how long it took me to do it. I couldn't tell you what place I was in, but I can tell you who I helped um, and how that feeling made me made me feel. If I can go into a race and I finish dead last, but I helped one person, one person who probably wouldn't have been able to finish that race, finish it, then I've done my job. I'm happy. I'm fine with it. So I don't need, I don't care where I finish. I just care that I helped other people and that me being there was beneficial to somebody. So, and that's, that's my, that's my goal with it all. And, you know, that's been my goal with BeastNet from the start was, you know, I want BeastNet to be a, a place of, you know, motivation to people, um, and all that kind of stuff. And that's kind of, you know, where the survivors came from. And for me, the motivation side is everything to me. So, and it's, I know a lot of people, you know, tell me that I've been, I've done help them motivate and stuff, but that's not my normal personality. That's something I've had to work out over the years. So it's one of those things for someone like Don, who's known me for 38 years. I haven't always been the motivational push guy. Uh, There's been a lot of selfish years there. So, I mean, it's, this has been a huge growth for me and helped me grow a lot. So, and my goal is to help others grow with me. Exactly. Um, so the other things that are coming down the pipe, I can't talk about yet. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've we've had a long-standing relationship with West Coast Obstacles. Yep. And and when everything opens back up, uh, instead of having speakeasy events, we'll probably go back to to hosting some West Coast Obstacles organized training events. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, we've got we've got our safety company that that's going to be working with West Coast Obstacles to provide uh, to provide. CPR, AED, and a modified wilderness first aid course. Yes, um, that we've been working on, um, and and that'll be very be OCR. That, It'll be very OCR, like hiking centric kind of kind of stuff. It's stuff that we wanted to make sure that most of the people that we do stuff with, we do a lot of hiking, we do a lot of OCR stuff, and we wanted to make sure that doing those hikes that people have, you know a first aid program that's designated and really helps them with those. Cause we found there was really good ones for normal first aid, 
like for anybody like hey you're on the side of the road someone collapses what do you do Woo! and then there was ones for like wilderness first aid that was like okay you're out in the wilderness and you're five days away from help what do you do but there was nothing in the middle so we basically took took a couple of them and combined them into one to make a more of a a middle ground that says, okay, if I'm out hiking, how do I get this person to safety? How do I get safety for them? So that's kind of what we did is we pushed, you know, move that into morph that into something that would work good for us. Well, and then I think part of what happened is, is we've had a couple of cases where, where we've been out or our friends have been out and, and somebody got injured and they, they had a real tough time taking care of it. Um, yes. There was a, there's even the story we had a couple of friends that were hiking and took a wrong turn and about froze to death down in Oregon because they took a wrong turn and yes. they didn't have proper equipment for the hike they were on. So, and, that's I mean, it too. The, the, and we do go into that. We talk about equipment that you should have with you just in case. So there's so many of us that are like, oh, we're going to go for a two hour hike. We'll be back long before dark. And then in that case like that, where they took a wrong turn and all of a sudden they're out for 10 hours and it's dark and they don't have any light. They can't see. They're freezing. And it's, yeah, you know, what do you uh, do? Yeah, it's a huge deal. It is. It is. So that's one of the things but, we're going to, uh, we're going to push once this is o- over with. Um, we've got the program is pretty much done. Um, there's a few changes I think that, uh, we need to make to it, you know, for the very, the final product. But, you know, in the class, yeah, we'll, we'll tell you how to help somebody and what equipment you should have and give you a good idea of what kind of first aid kit and what kind of stuff you should have to, to help protect people and decisions to make. So if there's an injury, do you bring them down or do you decide, oh, well, we can send this person to go get help and to get, you know, whatever and just stay where we're at and keep the person stable. So it's kind of those kind of the things that we'll talk about. Exactly. And, you know, the the thing is, uh, you know, right now, anybody who sees me out running or anything, uh, I carry now a, a first aid pack on the outside of my my uh, camelback. Yep. And and it's a, a brand that. At Beastnet, uh, if you go to our, our website, you can follow our link there and purchase it. But it's a it's a pretty good um, first aid kit that weighs less than a pound and and has just about everything you need in there, minus uh, tourniquet and shears. And you can get your your shears while you order the kit. They sell a real nice one on their website. Mm-hmm. And then and a tourniquet, uh, you can order those from many different places. Uh, here shortly, as as we continue to develop the the James Safety Services Company, um, I'll have a website for that company that uh, goes through all of your basic first aid, what you should carry off road, trails, and everything. Um, because the uh, the same company makes a much larger kit, which is what you're going to find at a lot of our our training events. Yes. Um, so that we have proper medical on site. Um, with Mike and I, you know, you've got two well-trained basic first aid. I mean, you got instructors with both of us now. And, and then a lot of people that come to our events have, have actually been trained by us on first aid and, and CPR and AED. Yeah. And uh, we're going to continue doing that. And, and they're all low-cost courses because we want people to be safe. We're not out there. You know, I've seen companies that charge 50, 60, 100 bucks for, for what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, we're not out there to make money. We're out there to make sure people are safe. So, I mean, this we, we both have day jobs that we use to pay our bells and everything else. What we're doing here, the, the James Safety Services really is a just for a, a supplement to BeastNet and everything else. And uh, 
to make things safer, to help you guys. And that's not, we don't, we're not here to make money. We're never going to get rich off this. That's not our plan. No. Yeah. That's a, that's a big thing. Uh, Now the, the podcast as a whole, if you look at it as a three year stretch is, is definitely not been there to make money. Uh, It's there to reach people. And then the James safety services is pretty well just broke. Even it's all it's ever done. Probably all it ever will do. Yeah. And part of that point is, is that we just, if we wanted to make money at it, we'd quit our day jobs and go all in. Um, we're not in that situation. We want people to be safe and we want our friends and family to come back from their walks, their runs, their hikes, etc. And that's why we're doing this. Yeah. And that's the whole point. I mean, it, it's just, you know, we're, like I said, we're not trying to make money. Like I said, we have day jobs. Um, but I, I just, like we want all of our friends and family to come back from their hikes. We want to make sure that you're safe. We want to make sure that, you know, you can do whatever and we'll help you with that. So, and that, like I said, the program that we we've developed, um, it is a, a modified version of the one that they use for the boy scouts. But in the boy scouts, they go into a lot of detail on things that we didn't, you know, they're, they're more talking about, you know, what you're going to do if you're out there for a week, you know, and how you're going to be able to help. We wanted more something that's like, okay, you're out for a hike and you need help. What do you do? So, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's very interesting. Um, it's very fun. It's something that um, I, Don has helped me quite a bit on developing. We developed it together. So it's a, it's a very good, I think it'll be a very good program and you guys will enjoy it. Yep. Um, and the other thing, um, no, I don't, I don't have that ready yet. So, <laughs> uh, a lot of things on the horizon, guys. Um, the, the podcast itself is expanding. Um, you guys have heard. You know, there's the the multiple different shows that are all run under the one podcast now. We've got Beastnet, uh, Beastnet Canada slash International, which realistically is just Canada. We haven't quite gotten into England and the other places that I was working on expanding because yet. of COVID. But uh, yeah, yet. Definitely yet. And then you've got the Sober Spartans podcast, which airs once a month. Yep, and we're starting to we're starting to do kind of a, a survivors group focus. Um, we just got done with with meet your moderators and admins, and, mm-hmm. and we're probably going to go through. We know that in that group, there's some people that have some serious stories out there that we'll probably go ahead and and run into some greater depth and and air that as a special for the survivors. Yes. Um, as of current, I don't have anything actually scheduled for that that uh, i believe it's just something that it's going to evolve however it evolves i don't believe it's something where we want to put a a time frame on it or we need to record episodes for this or for that i think it's just like the group it needs to be natural and fluid and evolve however however it evolves and beastnet will just be there to support it along the way yeah and that's it i mean it's really we, we just want to push you know and have you know beastnet support all this and you know just make things you know we want to be we want to help our, our community so and that's kind of what we're doing here so with that being said uh mike i don't have much else to tell anybody right now i gotta keep the rest of it close to the best yeah um, summarize it get out get healthy if you are so inclined reach out to me or mike about the speakeasy workouts and and, you- and all of bring you up to date on those and if you want to be on an episode or you have an idea on who you think you know we should reach out to to talk to um let us know um it's one of those things we are not picky i mean on we 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 like talking to people and like hearing good stories so if it's something you want to get on an episode and talk about you know what you've been through 
reach out to us, you know. It, you may not think that you you belong on here, but a lot of people that we've had on here is like I can't even believe you want to talk to me and it's like, yeah, we want we want stories. We want to talk to people. We want inspiration for everybody. Um and that was the big thing in the survivors group. Where there's a lot of people like I'm not a survivor. I don't understand why you want me in this group and it's like we're all survivors. We're still alive. That means we've survived something. Just some of us have survived more than others. Um, and just because some have survived more than others doesn't make, you know, anybody else's survival any less important. So, and that's kind of it is with the stories. We just want to hear stories and we want to talk to people and we want to help motivate everybody to be better. Exactly. So anybody, Saturday, Sunday morning workouts, um, you know, watch for the, the walks, the walks. We don't care who shows up to those because those are outdoor. They are easily socially distanced. Yep. Um, so the walks are the walks. Currently, we're going through and doing all of the rock and roll marathon virtual races. Yes. Um, one of us might be crazy as all hell and doing the ultra virus, or sorry, ultra virus ultra on May 30th. Um, somebody who's crazy hasn't decided on that, but. That would give a personal goal of 30 miles or more in 12 hours. I, I've thought about given, it. I worry about my knee going for 30 hours or for 12 hours. Well, it, it, I guess you haven't researched it enough. And we probably should have talked offline about it. But the, the concept is you have 12 hours to get as many laps as you can in. And, and Matt B. Davis talks about Matt B. Davis, Matt B. Davis. I don't remember his name right now. I'll edit that out later. But uh, Matt Davis talks about that you can go out, run your five-mile lap, eat some lunch, go out and run another five-hour lap, play some video games, go out and run another five-hour lap. All you got to do is make sure that you have a base camp where you can check in at the end of each lap and log your times and follow the instructions for the Zoom meeting to, to check in and get verified. And it doesn't say you have to physically be out there moving for 12 hours. So, I mean, it's an hour, hour and a half we can do five miles. Take a half hour off. Go out and do another hour and a half to five miles we can do 30 miles in 12 hours i think uh, that's fine that's pretty doable 5 a.m to 5 p.m well it's one of those things because at some point since we 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 miss out because our uh our marathon has been canceled for june um i want i want to do one I, I i really want to i was planning sometime in june i was going to talk to you about this offline but we're talking about it so why not um I want to go up and start at Hayak, walk through the tunnel, and then walk down the hill and get my my, my marathon um, just to, to, to see if I can do it in under eight hours. So, so for anybody who cares, um, that should be June 14th that we're going to do that, either the 13th or the 14th. And and that's two weeks after the 30-mile the ultra. Mm -hmm. so I think that's plenty of time to recuperate. Um Maybe we'll go three weeks. I mean, they, they say you shouldn't try doing ultra, but once a month. So, I mean, that's kind of close together. But again, yeah. if we're if we're going to do the, the ultra virus and spread it out over 12 hours and just get our 30 miles in so we can do 30 miles in one day and, and do high fives or air fives or air shakes or we can do the Watusi at each other or whatever, you know, that I think that's just kind of a cool thing where we can say BeastNet. What? Did I lose you? Mr. Boggs, I think we lost on. Um, so we'll just, I guess, roll on and just say, okay, thank you all for listening. Um, I don't know where he went. There he is, I think, maybe. maybe. Yeah, no. Oh, I, there he goes. Now it, he it, unfortunately, stuff keeps happening. You know how the world is. That's why I was trying to cut us off. But uh, no, 
everybody out there in Beastnet Land, love you guys. And uh, yes, we do. And hopefully, we'll see we'll see you at some some local events and whatnot. And as soon as I figure out exactly when we're doing the marathon, I will. We'll let you know. We'll be doing it though. So, um, yeah. And with that, um, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you have any questions on anything coming up with the podcast or anything you want to be involved in, or you want to help in any way, let us know. So we're always looking for volunteers to help us out, you know, and get things done. Um, right now, um, we are down one, one host because he is on a paternity leave. So, um, but yeah, give it, you know, reach out to us, you know, and see what, you know, if you want to volunteer and help us with anything, yeah, we'll see what we can do. Um, and on that, thank you, and we will talk again soon. Hey, everybody. Real quick, we've got a special message from one of our close friends, Candice. She's running a photo contest this month. Take a minute and listen to her message. Hi, I'm Candice Day. I'm a 2019 BSOCR team ambassador and local Washington State realtor. And I've put together a photo contest. It is located at gogophotocontest.com forward slash your best apocalypse outfit. The photo contest is to benefit Washington community healthcare workers and first responders who need access to supplies to help fight the current virus pandemic. So all proceeds will be going to purchase face masks for them. One supplier that will be involved in that is Gray Harbor Unders, GH Unders, and we'll be getting masks from them, as well as some local community masks and then also a Spartan mask. So there's a couple of prizes. The grand prize is $100 Amazon gift card, plus a $50 gift card to a local garden center and a face mask from GH Unders, which is worth $30. The runner-up will have a $50 Amazon gift card and a $50 gift card to a local restaurant of their choice. The third place is a $25 Amazon gift card and a $25 gift card to a local small business of their choice, as well as a locally created cloth mask. The theme of this, (laughs) again, is uh, apocalypse end of worlds, you know, your favorite, think of your favorite uh, end of world movie, you know, Zombieland or Mad Max or Resident Evil for inspiration and just collect things from around the house or order things, you know, whatever you can come up with creatively. The only restriction on it is that I ask that you don't alter the actual outfit using like using Photoshop and that you Make sure to keep any like nudity or really gory images out of it. Just keep think PG-13 when you're creating your costumes. You can include your family, you can include your animals, and uh, anyone under 18 must have the permission of an adult. So this is open to anyone who's over 18 years old, and it's online, so you don't have to be present to win. Contest is running until May 25th. It's been open for about a week. Just looking for people to participate and jump in. I haven't had a chance to really promote it yet, so you can feel free to reach out to me on my business page, C-Day Real Estate, on Facebook, or you can find me on Instagram under that as well. Uh, you can message me 360-539-7162. Okay, and let me know if you have any questions. Once again, folks, check it out. It is a post-apocalyptic photo contest where you can win yourself an awesome Grays Harbor Unders mask 
They're an awesome sponsor of some of our friends, and we'd love to see your photos and raise money for this awesome cause. Thanks again, Candice, for reaching out to us, and hopefully all of our listeners get this message. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.